three words to strike fear into the hearts of graduates everywhere, or at least make you a little bit nervous, and that's virtual assessment centres. Well, they're here to stay, so find out how to give your best performance in this episode of Future You. Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast from Graduate Careers Experts Prospects. We're here to help you achieve your career goals. My name is Dan Mason and in this episode I'm going to share some audio from a webinar we hosted in April 2021 on the subject of virtual assessment centres, which of course have become a key part of the recruitment process for graduate jobs during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, as I record this here in the UK, we're moving out of lockdown restrictions and hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll soon be back to some kind of normal. But we do know that many employers intend to keep using the online recruitment methods that they've set up over the last year in the medium and longer term. There'll be a mix of in-person and online recruitment in future. It'll vary from one employer to the next. And what that means is you'll need to be ready and prepared for virtual assessment centres when you apply for graduate jobs, even in what we might call normal times. With that in mind, it's worth listening to our three panellists from three graduate employers, Arcadis, Aldi and Police Now, who have some great insights and advice on how to approach these online assessment centres. I'll let them introduce themselves. So here we go. I'm Tracy Buchan and I work for Arcadis. We're a leading design and consultancy for natural and built assets. And uh, my role is the early careers recruitment um, consultant. So I look after all the aspects of early careers recruitment, graduates, undergraduates, placement students and apprentices. My name's George. I work for Aldi. Um, I'm sure you all know who Aldi are. We're the, the fifth biggest uh, grocery retailer in the UK. Um, myself personally, so I work as the, the team leader for the graduate recruitment team. So there's a team of four of us and we specialise in all elements of the graduate life cycle. So that's everything from university engagement to reviewing applications to those group assessment centres as well. Um, and I've been, been part of the Aldi graduate team for coming up for four years now. So that is me. My name's Anu Bikhani. Um, I've had a uh, pretty extensive career, both in the corporate sector and now in the charitable sector. Um, and my focus has been on graduate recruitment and development. Uh, we're obviously living in this new world at present, uh, this COVID-19 world, which has meant that we've had to be dynamic and um, change the platforms on which we deliver our assessment centers. Um, and I'm an integral part of the selection team here at Police Now, which is part of the wider recruitment and marketing team. And we're responsible for the uh, assessment and selection of our candidates to conditional offer stage. And then they go through a vetting process before they made confirmed offers as police officers with their respective forces. Uh, in terms of Police Now, our fundamental mission is to transform communities, and we do that by recruiting, developing and inspiring diverse leaders into policing. So our assessments are just over half a day. 
um, we run a, a Q&A session beforehand so that you get the opportunity to um, understand what exercises and how we're going to um, score those exercises and you get to try out the platform as well because we're very aware that there's so many different platforms out there um, people have got various different levels of experience and exposure and we don't want your first encounter um, we use teams we don't want your first encounter of teams to be the morning of your assessment and you're trying to get to grips with where the chat feature is and how you share your screen etc so we, we run a half an hour session a couple of days beforehand just to make sure everybody's familiar with the, the process um, so um, we start off um, at, at nine o'clock and we have a virtual reception so what we've tried to do with our virtual assessment is replicate um, our previous face-to-face -face, uh, pre-COVID world um, and we would have a number of our graduates there um, sharing their stories um, their expectations and, and giving all our candidates the opportunity to ask uh, questions about what it's like to work for Arcadis, what kind of products they, projects they can expect to get involved with, um, all that kind of thing. So we try to replicate that um, as closely as we can. Obviously, there are limitations because in um, a virtual scenario, it's, it's difficult to have free-flowing conversations, but, but we do our best, to, as I say, to, to make sure that it's as, as, as relaxing and, and as, as um, true to the... To the uh, the experience that you would have had with the face-to-face. -face. So you have half an hour um, to kind of like chat with, with our, our current graduates before we pull you through to our, our uh, virtual boardroom. And there you'll have the opportunity to introduce yourselves formally. Our assessors will introduce their sales formally. We'll have a little bit of a kind of like a run through of a couple of our values that are important to us. Um, we have strayed away from doing a big kind of sell on Arcadis during the assessment centres. We send lots of links and information um, ahead of the day. Um, and that's just because we appreciate that trying to keep um, engaged in a virtual platform is, is very, very difficult if you're sort of staring at a screen trying to absorb information uh, and then having to do exercises afterwards. So we, we've kept that down to a minimum. Um, but there's still plenty of time to kind of like engage with each other and our assessors and, and kind of like relax before you do your exercises. Um, for our assessments, we have two exercises. Um, a group scenario, which is kind of a, a typical thing that we as a business would, would um, expect to be involved in. Um, obviously, I can't tell you too much about it, just in case there's any potential candidates out there. But it's a, it's a kind of town planning exercise. Like, I think I can share that with you. Um, so um, you work in a group of around six people. Again, those numbers are, are kind of been cut back from the virtual where you've got the opportunity, sorry, from the real world, where you've got the opportunity to kind of splinter off and work in subgroups. That doesn't work so well in the, the virtual format. So we've kept the numbers slightly lower for that exercise without, it doesn't compromise um, the experience or you know um, our ability to assess. Um, and so that exercise is around about uh, two hours in total. Um, normally you'll be assessed by one assessor th throughout the day and that assessor is just looking at um, one or two candidates. So they're really able to um, kind of observe you fully. Um, that, that, that one exercise will finish um, around about lunchtime, then we give you a 20 minute break to go and refresh, grab a drink, a sandwich, just take your eyes off the screen for, for a few moments. Um, and then we have a capability scenario, which is a bit more role specific. So in terms of sort of pre-preparation, there isn't too much um, we ask candidates to do 
all our exercises um, with your kind of like degree backgrounds and, and the selection process, we feel that um, everybody's able to um, compete um, ably without doing too much uh, prior research. Um, but what we do advise our candidates to do is kind of like learn a little bit more about us as a business. And obviously that allows you then to feed in um, that knowledge um, when you're doing the exercises, think about things that are important, so things about our values. So what, what, what do you notice on the projects that we've undertaken? What kind of things do we um, sort of like gear our projects towards? What are our customer relations like? All those kind of things that you can glean from those projects that you're then able to feed in to those exercises when you're carrying them out. We've tried to keep our assessment centre as close as possible to, to what would happen if, if you were coming to an in-person assessment, quite similar to, I assume, Trace and Anup. Um, so our assessment centres take two and a half, three hours at the very, very most, um, normally in a group of eight people, and there'll just be one assessor on the call with you. We're using Microsoft Teams as well to, to hold those assessments. The day split into two main parts, First of all, we start off with introductions just so candidates can settle a little bit and get a bit more comfortable working together with one another. Then after that, there will be a stalwart presentation. You get told before the day to go out, visit a store, make a note of what you see in your experience. And we ask them to present back on the day tailored around a specific topic. Then we'll pause for the break. And then after that, we take part in some teamwork and leadership activities. Um, it won't be a surprise that one of the key things we look for is leaders from our graduates. And um, so that's why we, we do that leadership exercise at the end. And then there's obviously opportunity for them to ask questions of us and we can talk about more the culture of our day towards the end of the assessment. So that's ours in a, a brief overview. Just as Tracy and Georgina have said, uh, we've done our utmost to replicate uh, our face-to-face -face assessment centre onto the digital world. Um, we conduct two assessment centres a day. Uh, they're both half-day events, so the morning session would start about 8.30 till 1 o'clock. The afternoon session runs from 1.15 till about 5.45. And our assessment centres at this moment in time, or digital assessment centres at this moment in time, are conducted on Zoom just because of the simplicity of the platform and its offering uh, that it gives to us. Um, we start off with an introduction which gives you an insight into the operation of Zoom, uh, allows the candidates to mingle with each other, um, and it also gives them an insight into a fictional town, which will be the focus point of the assessment centre. Um, and that fictional town is where they will be policing. Um, we undertake a range of assessed and non-assessed exercises during each half-day event. Um, and in terms of the assessed exercises, without giving too much away, they, uh, for our last programme, they consisted of a team meeting, two role play exercises and a motivational alignment interview. Those exercises range from 25 to 40 minutes, but our fundamental aim is to ensure that we're providing an effective insight into what life is like as a neighborhood police officer or a detective constable. And we want the candidates to make an informed decision that policing is the path they wish to pursue as part of their career. 
but we've all said be yourselves we've all said let your personality come through and it's because you you can't bring someone else to to work every day and ultimately we're looking for people especially at Aldi and I'm, I'm sure in the police as well who can connect with other people and build those really strong relationships that's how you lead people that's how you influence them and, and get the best out of whether that's your team in store or a situation in the, in the wider community you need to be genuine and that's how people then relate to you so that's why we say just be yourselves and and don't feel like you need to put up a front I think that's maybe one of the pitfalls that that people experience is they they come to an assessment centre and they think well I need to showcase I'm a leader and to do that I'm going to talk over everyone I'm not going to cooperate with any of the other people in the group and I'm just going to make myself known to the assessor but in not a, a positive way um, and sometimes people can be quite disruptive and think that they're showcasing the leadership skills so I would say make sure you're accommodating for the rest of the group because it's you know the six other people maybe there who are getting assessed at the same time and you need to show that you can work in group situations and you can work as part of a wider team. So whilst, yes, we want leadership skills, we want people to be able to do that at the same time. So that's my my perspective on what don't, what you should definitely not do. <laughs> I completely agree with Georgina there in terms of, you know, um, what's just been covered. The um, only two things I wish to add to, to this particular question is virtual assessment centres and, uh, you know, I hope I'm not sounding too controversial. They can be a bit like a double-edged sword because you're in your home environment and you're in your comfort factor. The only thing I would say is be comfortable, but not too comfortable because it still is an assessment centre. Don't just be completely laissez-faire or chilled out about everything. Go into it with the mindset that I am being assessed here and there are assessors, there are competencies, um, and indicators that need to be satisfied that the assessors are looking to tick off. The other thing um, I wanted to point out is we fully understand that, you know, we're all working from home and there could be other factors around you, such as pets, children, etc., who could have an influence on your performance, just be transparent about that to the assessor. Um, we can't try and, we, I'm saying that as, you know, me in the assessor mode, we can't try and suss out what's happening in the background and how it's affecting you. So be transparent with us and it stands you in good stead. I agree with totally what um, our two colleagues have said there, really. There's not much more I can add. Um, I think um, the only other one is, is the opposite of, sort of talking too much, is make sure you say enough to be assessed as well, because there's nothing more frustrating than a candidate that on paper has got loads and loads of potential and then doesn't display enough of that at an assessment centre for you to be able to carry them forward. Um, so I, I appreciate, I mean, I'm not comfortable with a camera on <laughs> and, and in this scenario and you can sort of see yourself and, and it is a little bit disconcerting and I appreciate that some other people may feel like that as well. Um, but you do have to speak up, you do have to kind of like put yourself forward. And the other one there as well is um, don't get kind of like um, too bogged down by perceived errors. So, you know, we all in life all say something a, a sometimes, um, you know, out of order or a little bit maybe phrased not in a way we would have done ideally. Um, and I think particularly in, in this type of scenario, um, it, it can 
to the to the individual it can seem quite quite large um but if, if you kind of like let, let a small um perceived error color the rest of the assessment center then you're not going to perform at your best so and you don't know what the assessors are looking for and you know how much of it has been noted or if it's indeed anything that they see as a negative um, so we do see that sometimes that people just say something and then completely shut down because you know they they um they, they feel they've made an error um, so yeah that, that's the, the two bits i would add many thanks to our guests for taking part in that webinar and i hope you found it useful if you did, I strongly recommend visiting prospects.ac.uk and going to the link about halfway down the page, watch our webinars, where you can see the video in full and also find out what other events we have lined up. Also at prospects.ac.uk, you can search and apply for graduate jobs with the likes of Arcadis, Aldi, Police Now, and many more employers. So for those of you who are looking for a job right now, that's the place to go. If you have a virtual assessment centre coming up, or even an in-person real-life assessment centre, I wish you lots of luck with that. And finally, it's been a long while since our last episode, so I just wanted to let you know I have some fantastic guests lined up uh, to join me in the next few weeks on the podcast, from uh, top employers, top graduate employers in uh, a wide range of different job sectors. So you won't want to miss those. Um, you can follow Future You on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whichever app you choose to get your podcasts from, or you can listen on the website at uh, prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts. And on that note, thanks very much for listening, and I'll see you soon. <laughs>